And hello, wifey. I hope my wifey is watching. She is. She has the link, and I could hear them. God bless her. God bless her. She's my wifey. Damus She's my goddess. She's my goddess. She's my goddess. Damus the days, by the way, as I was singing that, I said, I said that here we are face to face, a couple of silver spoons. There used to be a time, remember, when they actually put thought into the opening of television shows? Well, sure. Uh, I, I hope I, I hope I will not offend you if I say, uh, if I have, if I say, uh, I, I'm not sure that is an example of particularly deep thought, but uh, I think certainly, certainly no, the I beginning. Didn't say deep, the, well, the Jefferson's theme thought. No, the beginning of the beginning of all the family that was fabulous. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. What about the Jefferson? How, uh, how, how classic that was, was that? Funny, that was funny. That was funny. Remember Tropic Thunder in, in our favorite movie? Of course, I remember. Of course, of course. Tropic Thunder. Of course, I remember. I remember. I remember it very well. I remember it very well. Well, I, I think that's a rather, if I may say so, a small matter compared with the fact that I am sitting here in Beverly Hills, California, just a short distance from my wifey, the world's finest human being. And I think that uh, while there are many, many, many other people who are richer than I am, stronger than I am, uh, much, much, much better looking than I am, I have the world's best wifey, and uh, that, I think, is no small thing. Well said, and I want to welcome everybody to the world according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. I want to welcome the rum. Wait, I just lost the, I just lost the sound. Wait, I just lost the sound. I just lost the sound, Jude. I just lost the sound. Not Jude, I just lost the sound. Can you hear me now? Yes, I hear you now, sir. I hear you now, sir. I hear you now. Okay, so you didn't completely. I hear you now. So, so you didn't fine. completely lose the sound. No, I just lost okay, it. Just out of one ear. And uh, just out of one ear. And I want to welcome the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Truthers. I want to welcome everybody out there. And I want to say thank you to all the people on Truth Social for for spreading uh, Ben's new book. Yes, uh, yes, the yes, 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 the man. Yes. President and my friend, uh, Richard Miller. I believe the greatest uh, president of the 20th uh, century, certainly. And uh, I'm not sure that we'd have a very easy time finding a better president than Richard Milhouse Nixon. And the fact that uh, the media bourgeoisie have uh, gone after him tooth and nail for so long to me is a uh, sign that he it was a great, great president. And uh, continues to in American history be a great, great president. I the could not agree with you more. Uh, they hope, are walking in the shoes of I, God, I, I who are who are peacemakers. Uh, are, are peacemakers. I, I could not agree with you more. And as we've discussed, uh, peace through strength is an incredible thing, and I think people have forgotten that in the fog of. Uh, in the interest of all fairness, and we discussed this, uh, her, some horrific foreign policy decisions for the better part of 60 years, but that does not mean that we capitulate and we don't strive to be the exceptional. And we strive. Exceptionalism this is, my, is who this we is are. My, this is my show, and I would like my thoughts. Peace through strength is a very, very good motto, and I uh, don't uh, see how we can possibly go wrong spending more money on defense. Uh, in the 50s, we used to spend roughly 10% of GNP on defense. Now we spend something like 2.5%. That is ridiculous. What, what do we have that is more important to spend money on than defense? Uh, the great Adam Smith, the greatest economist of all time, said said defense is greater than opulence and he's totally right we we have nothing if we are not well defended we have nothing a hundred percent and i just put the link out there by the way i hope that that, that that's not the link that goes directly to my my own amazon account uh well, that would be a little embarrassing uh if people could see what i, I ordered I so uh I think, Judah, we can count on your discretion and discretion of our viewers. Uh, yes, I, I, I would. Uh, I, I, I hope so. And um, 
Yes. Okay. And we so can we'll, discuss, we'll, we'll discuss them. My wife. Let's time. get right. Let's get right down to what's important. We have a war going on in the Middle East between the state of Israel and a gang of terrorists called Hamas and their friends, another gang of terrorists called Hezbollah, or I pronounce maybe it's Hezbollah. And uh, these are people who take pride in killing babies by chopping their heads off. Now, last night, I, your humble servant, watched a show on, uh, I forget what network, it doesn't really matter, it could be any one of those Bolshevik networks, in which uh, some uh, correspondents were bitching about the fact that uh, children, a child in uh, a Palestinian household in, in what they call Gaza, what they call Palestine, which is a little strange, but anyway, uh, did not have fresh milk that night. And I thought, oh, it's too bad that the, the little tyke doesn't have fresh milk. But you guys went into Jewish houses in border towns near the Gaza Strip and chopped babies' heads off in front of their parents and then chopped out their hearts and livers. And you had a manifesto that was on the, found on the bodies of Hamas killers saying the Jew is a dangerous disease and there's no cure for the Jew except to chop off his head and cut out his heart and liver. And that's the people that the state of Israel is fighting. And the Bolshevik networks say, oh, that is somehow to be equilibrated or quick uh, with uh, telling people, children, they can't have a glass of milk that night. That's insanity. It's literal insanity, and it's a Jew, a Jew hatred on a scale that is monumental. The Fuhrer himself would be proud of that level of Jew, of Jew hating. Can I take it even a step further, Ben? Yes, please do. Uh, the fact that you brought up something extremely important that people are saying they don't have milk, they don't have this, they don't have that, yet they have... Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of rockets. Right. They have, they have billions tunnels of that go 300 billions. miles. Hey, hey. So, so, so they've had enough money that was given to spend on rockets and tunnels. And that's why there's no money for food. Oh, they have plenty Plain of and money simple. For food. And I we wish somebody. Even, we, we don't even know that they don't have money for food. It's, it's, it's not at all clear that those people who said they don't have money for food are telling the truth. We know, for example, my dear Judah, that a few days ago, or maybe it was last week, there was a great hoo-ha about the Israelis somehow bombing or hitting with a missile a hospital and killing 500 people. It turned out it was not a hospital. It turned out it was a parking lot. It turned out there was no credible evidence that anyone had been killed, not, not to mention 500 people, yet the media picked it up as if it were true and as a gospel truth. Why is it that the American media and the Western media, the English media is the absolute worst. Why is it that they pick up any vicious anti-Semitic lie and let these terrorists get away with the most vile behavior without calling them to account at all? What is it in the human spirit that makes people hate Jews so much? Jews have done some very, very valuable things for mankind. To be sure, there are also Jews who have done terrible things. Karl Marx was a Jew, and he was one of the worst people in the history of mankind. But Jesus Christ was a Jew, and he was certainly a fine, saintly, basically a saint. Why, why, why do people hate Jews? So this is on my mind all the time. And my wife, the world's finest being, a Presbyterian, a genuine saint, daughter of a World War II hero and niece of a Korean War hero on a big scale. She thinks it's genetic. She thinks the hatred of Jews is genetic in Europe. And that may be true. You know, I, I, I need to bring up, and somebody has brought this up in uh, in uh, the rants, and um, no, it's, it's, sorry, Truth Prophet, uh, whose who's, uh, mic are you having a hard time with? Uh, is it Ben's or mine? Uh, sometimes we have echoes, sometimes we've lost our voices. Uh, we are sorry for that. We've had long days. But I want to bring up something you said, because somebody brought it up, and uh, just so you guys know, I did uh, mention this to Devin Nunes, who does run Truth and their free speech, and 
You have a bunch of whack jobs on truth as well. You have a bunch of right wing, you know, I don't even want to call them conspiracy theorists because I don't disagree with certain conspiracies, but these people are off a, a whole other reservation of of rails. So there's a lot of craziness uh, on both sides of the fence crazy, when it crazy, comes to crazy, crazy, uh, crazy. just real, just real craziness and real. Um, and and I'm sorry that you have to read some of that stuff. I do try to block it as much and as quickly as possible because I do believe in free speech, but I also believe in the ability that we have the freedom to block people. But there are some wild, crazy people. This is this doesn't take a Mensa member to figure out. Hamas is an absolutely evil organization. Yes, they are yes, not living evil. in this right. century. Yes, yes. We love to believe sir, that the sir, world sir, has sir. changed. Sir, they, yeah. they, the, the, my sister, a very, very smart woman, Wellesley Graham, says your basic human is not such a hot item. That's putting it mildly. Look, the Nazis, who are still operating on a very high scale of cruelty while I was born and alive, that was not even 100 years ago. And uh, we are seeing cruelty in the African jungle right now that's almost beyond belief. Almost beyond belief. Human beings are not such great creatures. You're, 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 listen, you're completely right. You're preaching to the choir. And obviously, I agree with you uh, 100%. And I think uh, people really need to take a stand sometimes. And uh, sadly, we live in a time where it's easier to either swim, you know, go with the sheep, or it's easier to you think you're brighter being a contrarian. And, it, it, and these two things are, are it, trust me, it's much harder being Ben Stein than than going against the than, than going with the grain or thinking you're you're being smarter because you're asking ridiculous absolute asinine questions this is the fact ladies and gentlemen the only reason gaza even exists is because israel is a humanitarian nation and they gave up land that they won in a war that they did not initiate and they gave that back in the hopes of peace that's what that's an area we're talking about Gaza is not part, is not Palestinian, okay? There isn't really no such thing as Palestinian. It was Jordanian, Jordanian, okay? So please, people, to everybody out there, get your facts straight. The most humanitarian thing Israel did was give back to, to, these, Pal to these Arabs, Gaza, the West Bank, and these places. The only one of the few places that would ever do that. In such a small area, you're not talking about America giving back land, Ben, with, with massive land mass. Israel doesn't have massive land mass, and they've given back. Israel has not only done that, and people don't understand this. I mean, when Israel gave back the Gaza Strip in around roughly 2005, they had built it up. They had put in the most advanced hydroponic agriculture in the world. They had made this country into this area into a living pleasant place where people who were willing to do a day's work could make a good day's pay. Soon as the Palestinians so-called took it over, they smashed it to bits just to show their hatred for the Jews. Why? That's just stupid and self-destructive. But people who are crazy are often selfish and stupid and self-destructive. We like America because America is pro-constructive. Let's think about America. We see we see people carrying signs about kill America, death to America. We see that in America. America is the most wonderful, generous country in the world. There's nothing like America. There's never been anything like America on the face of the earth. America fought a civil war, a giant bloody civil war to free the slaves. No other country has ever done that where the majority population fought a bloody war to free the slaves owned by another part of the majority population. Slavery was horrifying, but dying to free the slaves was no bargain either. You know, you're bringing up and what we're talking about and, you know, to the people, you know, and we really thank our listeners for always sticking with us. Like I said, nine different countries in the in, in the audio podcasting world. It, it, it 
And it's because I believe we have Ben Stein and we talk about history. Yes, we're not we're not talking we're we're not talking heads and we're not not talking about the Kardashians uh, stuff with yeah, and we're not and and and, well, you're showing pictures on air, but we're 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 that's okay. These are pictures of very pretty pretty girls, but we. yeah, but we uh, we, we base everything in history, and the people out there, you have to know the history in order to to understand the situations and to uh, explain to people, to talk to people. Not that they're going to listen, but it's it's these are facts. These are history. It, it is history, and we've been as a country historically for all our flaws. As Ben has spoken about the Civil War. No other country has done that to, to, to do that. Never, no other country never, has never, done that. What we never did. has a country in which the majority race had a large body of slaves gone to war with other parts of the majority race to free those slaves, and very large numbers of the majority race died to free the slaves. And why? Why do we think America is so evil? Obviously, we should not have had the slaves in the first place. But in the days when America had slaves, virtually all Western countries and South American countries and Asian countries had slaves. Saudi Arabia, one of the richest countries in the history of mankind, maybe the richest, had legal slaveries, slavery rather, into the 1950s. It was legal to go there and buy a human being to be your slave. And until the mid 1950s, and but there are pals now. We love them. But there are pals now. We love them. You know, and you and you know, President Trump brought up a great point today. It's something we've been talking about. It's something a lot of people have been talking about. Is what the hell is are people so scared to bring up Iran and the, the Iran proxies? Iran, you know, we, we're not sure Iran was involved. Of course, Iran was involved. What is it? That is like so the boogeyman of saying Iran, and it's like it, it's like people are terrified. They still think they could get this goofy ass nuclear deal with these people. Everybody in that region, just so people understand this, I want to to explain to people. And as Ben says, I have a pretty good grasp of that region. Uh, what's going on right now is almost every Arab nation in that world is back channeling to Israel to please take out Hamas. They do not want Hamas there. They do not want Iran there. They do not want Biden there. It's only Biden and his Western allies that think they could somehow work a deal out with Iran. Everybody in that region knows that is not possible. You cannot deal with the mullahs and the ayatollahs and all these and and these radical people. You just can't deal with them. So to the people that are understanding, this is a very nuanced thing. Not from our side point of view, it's not nuanced. In that region, it's nuanced because they're actually supporting Israel through back channels. And if you if you if you're looking through, you want to see the tea leaves. None of them have really come out other than Erdogan in Turkey and said really pretty much anything negative towards Israel. Well, That's actually, Erdogan, I read Erdogan. Look at history, just twenty. I read Erdogan's speech, and even yeah. he did not say anything that, that negative about Israel. In fact, Erdogan even said, he's I, have no, I have no problem with the state of Israel. I, I have some problem with their behavior as an organization, but even I have no problem with the state of Israel. My God, that's incredible progress. Why? Because Israel's strong. Israel's the strongest country militarily in the region. People don't want to screw around with them. I was on the phone today with my best friend of my lifetime, David Lee Skull, from an extremely distinguished family, a people of extraordinary intelligence uh, for hundreds of years. And uh, he said something very, very smart. He said, Israel is the strongest country militarily in the region by far, and uh, this commands a certain amount of respect. And it's true. It's absolutely true. If we were as smart as Israel about allocating our budget, our GDP, uh, such that we had an unequivocally superior military, we would have a lot more friends. We would have a lot more friends. You're... (laughs) Well, here's the deal, Ben, though. We did have this three years ago. This is the saddest part of so much of... This is the horrific part 
of what's gone on in the past two and a half years is that we had allies and we had we had we 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 turned enemies into allies and we had allies that that still wanted that still needed us now we have it, it, it's it's craziness what what happened in two and a half years it's absolutely destruction and chaos what's gone on in two and a half years and it's heartbreaking and to, to quote wifey it's heart rendering what, yes. what what has become of the world what has become yeah. of our di- of our diplomacy what has become of all of this stuff it's it's hard it's insane. it's heart rendering it's heart rendering which is a, another way of saying heart rending we could if we had didn't have our heads up our asses tomorrow have a budget sent up to capitol hill by president biden who's really not a bad guy he's got he's got the very very good fried chicken in his veins he could send up a budget you haven't had it in 35 years no more than 35 years but anyway used to have a fried chicken uh but why don't we have an adequate defense budget why don't we have star wars in the United States of America, so that if these a-holes in Iran start to shoot nuclear missiles at us, we can blow them out of the sky. What possible better use is there than to save America? Occam's razor, Ben. And uh, you bet. brought this you up bet. the other night, and, uh, to, and 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 this is Obama, and this is the people that, that believe that America are a bunch of. Uh, colonists and that we 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 don't serve a purpose in the world and the 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 the, the crazies the absolute crazies that don't believe in american exceptionalism and want to destroy america from without and within and i why uh, and why is that what's wrong much further what's wrong with that uh total self-loathing uh total uh lack of uh total indoctrination total i mean listen as we discussed the other night obama's not the smart uh, this 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 theory, this thing about obama uh being a, a brilliant man is 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 where, far where from that true ever come from? but Look, i people... want to tell you about obama just a minute let me, let me tell you about mr obama of course he's a charming wonderful guy there's no doubt about that he's an absolutely charming wonderful guy but when he was in law school at Harvard, which loves to give people degrees just because they're black, they, he was assigned to write a paper about some serious legal subject. Instead, he wrote memoirs of imaginary meetings with his father, whom he had only met once for a few minutes. That's not a serious law student. That's Harvard Law School, for God's sake. That's a very, very, very good law school. And he couldn't write a paper that was assigned to him? Come on. Come on, son. And no, he couldn't. He could not. And what we're witnessing here, Ben, is what we witnessed were what sadly, you know, the reason why history is so important is because Ben has witnessed this twice in his life already, at least. Oh, yes. And I, uh, we I, had subversives. So, and, so heartrending. It's unbelievable. I really was stupid, stupid, stupid. Once the Holocaust was over, I thought there would be no more Holocaust in my lifetime. But we saw one two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. And what does the world do? It condemns Israel for the Holocaust. And I, and, and and as Peter brought up the other night, and there's a lot of people have brought up, the fact that if you're getting your media reporting from Hamas, you're a stone cold. You're not a media organization. No, you're just I mean, not. You're absolutely not a media organization. But what I was bringing up that you lived up twice in your lifetime, aside from the Holocaust, was the subversives in our government. Yes, and I'm afraid that's we don't true. have the McCarthy right now. Yeah, I wish we did. And wish we, we don't did. have a McCarthy right now. And you're, you're completely right. And I hope, um, and God, uh, Mr. Johnson, if that's is that the guy that just got elected? Speaker? Yes, it is. It I, is. I, I truly hope. Yeah. That he bans all of these subversives from any committees of of any importance. Rashida Tlaib should not be sitting on the intelligence committee. None of these people should have anything of of any sort of knowledge of our intelligence at all. These people are outright traitors. That's my view of it. I could be wrong. I'm often wrong. 
No, I know you're not off. She hates Obama. America. And, and, she and, hates and, America. And, she hates no. the white man. She hates the Jew. What's going on? This this didn't used to be America. This, this didn't used to be America. What happened? Let's get down on our hands and knees and thank God for America. No, you, listen, you're you're absolutely completely right. And you are listening to the world according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. And once again, I want to thank the Rumblers, the Ranthers, and the Truthers that were spreading uh, last night Ben's new book, The Peacemaker. It's an incredible book. I encourage everybody to read it. I encourage Thank everybody to read much. about Richard Thank Nixon you. and and the peacemaker. Um, the peacemaker. One of the reasons I bring one of the peacemaker and uh, one of the reasons I bring this up more than anything is is because history has never been kind and never will be kind to the peacemaker. Just isn't. It just it never is. History is kind to the peace rattler and to the peace uh, to the to the people that cause chaos. That's who history has been kind to. History, sadly, has been kind to the people, the, the likes of Jimmy Carter and just so many other people. Richard Nixon, President Trump did things. I mean, obviously, Richard Nixon was saving Israel, ending segregation pretty much by the time he was out, getting us out of Vietnam. What those are what, what more three the things that people need. Yeah, I, I'm just saying three, the, the, the three things just alone, Ben, three things just alone. Nobel Prize three times over. Nobel Prize three times over. It has it, it, Mount Rushmore. Those three things are huge. Are just are just are huge. Just huge. Nobody gives and history will never credit. be kind. History will never. And history because in the same thing will never give credit to President Trump for the Abraham Accords. Sorry, go on. Are we? Let's look into our hearts. Are we smart enough in our hearts? These beating, pulsing organs on its chest to tell the truth. Nixon saved the world from nuclear war in the 73 Yom Kippur War. He saved the children of Israel from being massacred by Gog and Magog, namely the Russians and the Chinese. And we give him no credit for it at all. None. Oh, you're completely right. And uh, Dila Karot, I can't pronounce your name in the rants. Uh, please don't wait for Biden's impeachment. It's not happening. Uh, I would not hold my breath out for that one. I wouldn't hold my breath out that anybody on the left gets indicted or goes to prison. Uh, it's just not the way the system is set up. It's not uh, it, it, there is no checks and balances when it comes to the left for the most part. And uh, we that, that, that we we have a mission and we have a goal, and that goal, uh, which should be the new Republican House and Congress, should really be to just make sure that the next elections are safe and are safe and uh, secure. That and should honest, be their major honest, goal. Their major honest. goal should also be and, and honest and do whatever they can in these in these insane cases that that are being brought against president trump to do everything insane, in their power insane insane to, to, insane to to make to make to make sure that to make sure they go to make sure they go away and that they stand behind them and somebody brought up listen and ben and i have had this discussion about nixon listen nixon would have been impeached that's just the reality he lost the republican party there were a bunch of cowards uh to put the term nicely and he did not, and he didn't have uh, the the news outlets, or at least what Fox was five years ago, four years ago. He even three years ago. He even didn't three have alt meet. Yeah, he didn't have he didn't have the alternative conservative media sites, and it's heartbreaking what they what he was forced to do. And probably in hindsight, if he had what what Trump had, he probably wouldn't have had to do it. But uh, these are things we really need to protect going forward. We really need to protect election integrity. And it, it, this is an issue that Republicans are scared to death to talk about. And it drives me up a wall that they're scared to death because they they, they think it somehow invokes January 6th. And they're terrified to push the, the reverse narrative of the summer of love. And it, 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 it's really heartbreaking that we have prisoners, uh, political prisoners sitting in prison for 22 years for crimes I don't know what they are crimes for. I don't know what the crime. I look. I worked for Mr. Nixon in the early seventies. You studied law. No, no. I studied law at Yale. I don't even know what the crimes Mr. Nixon committed were. I still don't know. And Carl Bernstein 
was my best, uh, not my best friend, David Skull was my best friend, but Carl Bernstein was my next door neighbor as a child. He had a very sweet sister named Mary, another one named Laura, very sweet kids. Uh, but I still don't know what it was that Nixon did wrong in Watergate. I don't think anyone does. No, they don't. And and you know what they love to do? And there's a, we have a troll sometimes in the rants that loves to troll and say about the, the tapes and the this. And everybody loves to quote tapes. Nixon didn't do anything. He didn't say pay. The, he, there was no money traded hands. No, I want he said we could do it, it like but this. we won't. It would be wrong. He said yeah. we could do it, but yeah. it would be wrong. I want people to... Sure. This is why work. one of my biggest pet peeves, and I... Uh, no, but this is why one of my biggest pet peeves is is a process crime, because at the end of the day, if the FBI wants to get you or the deep state wants to get you, they'll get you with process crimes. It's not hard, but I want everybody to think about every phone call they've ever had, every conversation they've ever had, whether drunk or sober, talking to friends and every thought they've had. And we'd all be in prison. We'd all be in prison for many years for our thoughts. It's about actions. And somebody brought up the other night, and I want to say to them, and and, and they were a nice person in the rants. And I'm not, I'm, I, I'm never not going to knock a ranter unless they say something hideous. But here's the thing about what you, when they said brought up about Nixon's recordings of, of it, with him and Billy Graham, and and I've got a picture of that, that conversation right said, a few feet away from him. But but as Ben has often said, I'd rather have somebody call me. I'd rather have somebody kike. call me a kike and save my life, than do what Obama did and say my best friends are Jewish and then go stab Israel and Jews in the back or in the front. In his case, I'd rather be called the worst name in the world and have my life saved than vice versa. We judge people by their actions, not by their words. Okay and. This this idea of racism and this idea of all the systemic racism and all these ideas. What is that? That's been a teacher. That was a long time ago. You look it at was a action. terrible thing. It was a terrible thing. Don't get anybody on this show or on this channel any wrong. Any of us wrong. Slavery was a horrible, horrible sin against man and God. Horrible. It's horrible. But at the time, it was kind yeah. of current in the U.S. It was going on all over the world, even in England, even in France. It was terrible. And we paid a bloody price for yeah, it. And, and, As President Lincoln said, excuse me, I'll just finish this and say, every drop of blood no, no, please, go that, was, on. that was taken from the black man by the lash had to be taken from the white man by the sword. And we did it. And, and that no other country's done. And, uh, no other country's done. You're completely right, and uh, I thank you for that history lesson. And 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 listen, there's the reason I'm bringing certain things up. Khan El Khar, I can't pronounce your name in the rant, and I'm sorry, I'm still a little bit uh, under the weather. So if I sneeze or if I go mute for a second, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of trolls, and here's and here's the thing: ignore them or block them. You're never going to be able to talk to these idiots. They're out of their they're out of their minds. Okay, people that think Israel is somehow it, it, when, when if if when people say to Israel, uh, "You brought this upon yourself," say to them, "So you're basically saying that a woman that was raped brought it on herself." And We're you, far you, worse you, than you, rape, the left, my dear friend. Uh, yeah. The, well, right. The the left that loves to victim shame when it's not them being the victim. They're, they 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 always love to, to 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 victim shame and just just try to ignore it. I know these things are really hard to read. What people say, it's, and I and it's especially hard because we expect it from the left, but it's really hard when we see it from certain segments of the right. But I want you to understand they're doing it for money. The people on Truth that are posting certain things, they are doing it for money. They're snake oil salesmen. And yes, I brought up one of them the other night. And just so you guys know, I did speak to the people at Truth because I was a little turned off by certain things. But we believe in free speech. And as Ben always says, debate is the essence of America. 
and even those jackasses uh, have the have the right to spew their nonsense but try not to let it get you down it's not the majority the majority when you look at every poll supports israel right now that's the majority and let's look at the majority and let's look at the good we've done and there has been been no better friend to israel than america we are america god willing will always be a we are so we should be so proud of ourselves We've been not only a great, great, great friend of Eretz Israel, we saved Western Europe from a dictatorship in World War II. Yes, I, I, for those of you who don't know this, Russia did the majority of the fighting against Hitler by a large amount. But we fought like mad to keep Russia from taking over all of Europe after the collapse of Nazism. If we had not fought, along with the great British people, the greatest of great people, if we had not fought, all of Europe would have been part of the Bolshevik Empire. We didn't let that happen. That's an incredible tribute to America. Extremely well said, and thank you so much for the knowledge and that history. And I want people to understand something. I sleep well at night, not not actually not recently, but I sleep with a clear sound, the clear conscious. And what you got to think to yourself is these trolls, these insane people, they're not sleeping well. They're miserable people. And what they need to do to get attention and what they need to say to get attention, that's their pathetically small world. That's the horrifically sad small world they live in. They're not going, they don't have friends like Ben and, and get to go to drive to Malibu with Ben. And we had a fun day. And, um, and, and, and I loved, and, I, and listen, I, 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 you know, it's not lost on me that I'm in the car with Ben Stein and it never is. And uh, today we were talking and I was this, and, and I was doing just on a total side note, because, you know, it's funny whenever you have new followers, they always say Bueller. It's always the first thing because they're shocked to see you, but and and I always think it's it, it, that you've had this amazing life, and um, and I'm always fascinated about people. What people don't realize is that you it was a, it was one day where you when you left the set, you thought this was the dumbest thing in the world. It'll never. I mean, there's nothing. There was nothing. Yeah, there was nothing. You thought, and you got paid a couple bucks. I got paid three hundred and fifty dollars. And it it it. $360 for, for a day's worth of work that you were never meant to be on camera. And all because you were, you were you showed up. And this is after having been fired uh, by Don Rumsfeld. This is after having bought a house at, right before you got fired. And in your wildest dreams, you couldn't have imagined being in one of the biggest movies of all time made by specifically because of your scene. And there, I mean, there's Ferris Bueller's Day Off is not Ferris Bueller's Day Off with your scene, and uh, it's, it's, it's an incredible thing. And and the reason I'm bringing, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because when we're in these dark moments, we don't always see the big picture. We're all, sometimes we often live in five minutes of a movie, and we're willing to screw everything up because we only see that five minutes. But the world is so much bigger than this five minutes. And what and and when we're in that five minutes, the best thing to do is pray, not act, not not act in, not retaliate in crazy thought, but just sometimes sit there and just pray because God has so much more in store for us. And because we are so blessed. To be in America. That's it. Now I'm delighted that we have uh, viewers and listeners in foreign countries far away. I'm overjoyed and thank you very much for being part of the team. But America, what a blessing it is to wake up in America. What a blessing. You know, so it is. And somebody just brought up and they said something funny. They said Paul Harvey is Ben Stein and both Ben and I revere the late Paul great Harvey. Paul Harvey. Yes, the rest and of the story. What what a person, what a person that is missed. What what a story he told people every day. A good Christian man, a good uh, a, a, a person that good believed American, in God and American. country, 
and a, a great American. And and we have to push for more storytellers like that. And that's what I love about the book, The Peacemaker. Now, people think I keep on talking about it, but I I grew up, I, Ben, real, okay, for people that understand, I got into writing because of Ben. Ben encouraged me to, 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 to write. And he encouraged me to do all of those things. And even when I didn't get pieces in or would get or whatever, he always encouraged me to write, 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 write. And a lot of my writing style comes from people like Ben that I grew up reading and different people, even on the other side, because I always love the personal stories. I love that. And it's missing in, in, in movies. It's missing in television. It's missing in writing. It's, it's okay to interject yourself into a story. It makes the sometimes it makes the story so much more interesting and fun to read, Ben. And that's what I really love about the Peacemaker because it's, it's, it's so it evokes this time and in, in place in history that's um, really wonderful. And it was a wonderful time. I think we could get back. It was a there. wonderful time. Uh, well, I had incredibly wonderful food, <laughs> and uh, every day—well, not every day, but almost every day, or most, many, many days—I got to have lunch with my father. How many people? get to have lunch and work with their father. I did, and it was incredibly right. wonderful. My father, look, here's America. This it was is America. America. My father's father was a skilled tool and die maker at Ford Motor. And then later at GE, when it was, when it was a big maker of, of uh, locomotives. He worked with a slide rule. No computers, no machines, a slide rule. And my father, with that modest background, became a member of the cabinet for two presidents. And that's America. That's America. That's America. No, you're you're completely right. And I love the stories you tell. I love the stories you tell about him and the uh, and listening to the senators uh on the radio Washington and uh always... god bless you judah god bless you he would be there were no transistor radios in those days he had a regular tube radio with a long extension cord he ran it through the window and sat outside with the fireflies flying around and my wife and i both love fireflies and the listen sat there listening to the senators probably get be getting beaten uh and the uh, my and I would sit out there watching him and revering him, revering him. And how many of us revere our fathers these days? How many of us? I can tell you one thing. I I do. I would not be uh, my father, as I always say. Used to when I was in my worst, darkest days of drinking. As long as his son was alive, there was a chance. And I believe that that's how our outlook on on life has to be. As long as we're living, there's a chance. And as long as we're still America, there is a chance. Yes, and, there's a chance um, for the whole world and, you as know, long to, as there's still America. There's a chance for the whole world. And as people brought up, there's, you know, people are bringing up Rush and other great names. You know, I grew up listening, and so did Ben. I grew up reading those people. I mean, the, the Buckleys of the world. And people forget, you know, it's like we often forget, uh, you know, uh, the, about these great conservative icons. And even... You know, I think of like the what was his name, Joe Franklin. I think there, there was there was a lot of really great people that, um, and I, I I used to love listening to Art Bell, coast to coast. And I know the show was crazy, and but God, Art Bell had <clears throat> such talent, and I love that he allowed people that didn't have a voice or that thought their voices were a little crazy to have a voice on his national radio show every night. And people on the left like to make fun of that. They like to make fun of that. And people like Ben have never mocked those people. Ben realizes, Ben listens to, I mean, if you hear the conversations with people that Ben meets across the country, Ben's never knocked a person ever, ever. No, no, He's no. Always I always listen to people's that, ideas. And that I can learn, I learn. My dear friend, last night I was talking to a young man and he, now he said something that you're going to think this is really trivial and ridiculous, and maybe it is. He said, do you like spare ribs? I said, oh, my God, I love spare ribs. 
And he said, I will tell you where you can get the best spare ribs in town. And it was a place just a couple of blocks from where wifey and I live. I went over there last night. Uh, I have to say the uh, people who are the hosts, hostesses did not uh, seem to have any idea that I was a well-known person. They just saw me as, I guess, a fat old man. And uh, they sat me down. It took a while to get my spirits. They were so good. It was unbelievable. I can drive five minutes and get unbelievably good spirits. That seems like nothing. But you know what else I can get? Freedom. 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 Extremely well said. And um, I want to thank again the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Truthers. I want to thank everybody out there. Uh, you got to keep spreading the word and spreading the message. It starts with us. We have to ignore, not ignore. We have to deal with the people that uh, are crazy. But we're we're they have louder voices sometimes. But we're the majority, and never forget that the sane are the majority. We're just not as loud because we're actually most of us living lives, and they are not. They they sit in their basements coming up with these crazy, crazy, crazy thoughts. And now, sadly, they're out on the college campuses terrorizing people across the United States, terrorizing them, terrorizing people like Ben, terrorizing people like my mother, terrorizing people just with, with, with it. You, you, you don't know what this evokes in the psyche of people that lost their families, that were slaughtered, slaughtered 80 years ago slaughtered you don't know what this does what these college campus people do to the do to people like my mother when she sees jews having to hide in college classrooms oh my god that's that, a that, horrible that, that, story that, 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 horrible i mean I think about that think about what that does to people to, to people that had to live through this that had to live through this once before and think about this as ben talks about iran he comes from a time, and a lot of you do, where they, you were terrified of nuclear war. Where oh, yeah, people I, were still, terrified. I still am. And, and, I still, I still am. And that's my point. And once again, we have these crazy people out there with that power. And we have the power, as Ben says, to build up our defenses, to make sure that we don't have to have our children tuck and roll or duck and roll, whatever that saying was, under their desks in schools. Duck and cover. In their desks at school. But the the fact that we have people hiding in classrooms right now, Jewish kids in school, Christian kids even, having to hide in classrooms because you have Hamas nut-loving people is pathetic. And the pathetic thing that the New York that that Eric Adams who has good words, get the New York City police in those schools and get these assholes out, okay? I, I want to remind people, because Ben remembers this very well and I remember this very well, Bernie Getz was celebrated. He wasn't demonized. He was demonized by the press, but not by the people. And the people want to see safe people, the, the good, honest citizens protected, not having to be in classrooms, not having to be hidden in classrooms. That's what people want. Sorry, Ben. And uh, I know you're totally right. I must say, when I read the stories, uh, maybe you sent them to me about how kids at various prestige universities are fairly prestigious have to hide, lock the doors to keep pro-Hamas terrorists on their campuses from harming them. This is incredible. It's unbelievable. It's America. This shouldn't be happening. No, it it should not be happening, and it should not be, and it should not be. Uh, it, it, there's so much that should not be happening. It it and and I got to say, there comes a time where we do have to fight back. I'm not encouraging people to, to to do anything, but you have to fight back. And if that means, listen, you have people that you have political prisoners in prison right now for 22 years for nothing, and. I was reading a really sad story. You, there's 3,000 New Yorkers, 2,000 New Yorkers who have gone back to sign up uh, for reserve duty, Ben, in the IDF. And there was a Bad Columbia list. student, a girl, a woman, I believe, a, a woman, a Columbia University student. She's 23. And she said she feels safer now in Israel than she did in New York with all wow. the, uh, with wow. all the wow. 
the hatred that wow. with wow. all the hatred Dude, that's, that's been spewing. That's incredible. And and <clears throat> And, and 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 that's where she feels safer. And I want to remind people, um, whatever your thoughts are, Bibi Netanyahu was in MIT, and his brother was in Harvard. His brother, God rest his soul, Yoni, who had thirty percent nerve damage to his body, and he was in Harvard studying at the time, and he couldn't take and he couldn't stand that his countrymen were being killed, and he was afforded the luxury of studying at Harvard. So he enlisted in the army in Israel with 30% nerve damage, became a leader of the, one of the top commando units in Israel. And he and him and Bibi used to fight because you can't have two brothers on the same mission. And they would literally fist fight over who would, over who would sign up for missions. And uh, Yoni was chosen to, to do the Entebbe raid and the only person when they when they when they when they separated the Jews and the non-Jews, this isn't that long ago, 1976, not that long ago. And when 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 they separated them, and Yoni was the only soldier that in the in, that 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 died in that mission. And that's who the Netanyahu's are. And that's who that's who most people in that's who people in America are too, for the most part, I believe. That that it, I hope. That if called up to duty, who, no matter what they are, and we're being called up to duty right now, and our duty is to fight these extremists that are in our country. Well put, well put, well put. In my All right, opinion. time to go to sleep. And God bless you. Note, God bless I want to thank everybody. On that note, I, I want. I want to thank the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Truthers. I want to thank everybody out there. Um, thank you from the bottom of our hearts, and thank you for all the support. Remember, Ben Stein, the peacemaker. And for the people that are listening on this, uh, on audio, sign up and subscribe to our channel on Rumble and vice versa. Uh, thank you, everybody. We'll see everybody on Tuesday night. Ben, take us out however you'd like. I'd like to take you out by saying I'd like to take you out. my son, my wife and my son, whom we loved more than anything else in the world, died of a terrible disease on July 4th of this year. My wife and I have been suffering terribly about losing him, but we try to channel our grief into positive thoughts about what a glorious country we live in and how blessed we are to have each other. And I personally, although I am going to be in mourning and horror until the day I die from losing my son so young, am on my knees with gratitude that the Lord God, Jehovah, Lord of hosts and Lord of the high places, let me have the finest woman in the world as my wife. Perfectly said and 100% true. God bless you. God bless wifey. God bless this great country, America. God bless Israel. God bless you all. We will see everybody on Tuesday night. Have a great night, everybody.